It is good to be. We are the Out of Bounds Show, brought to you by Blue Cross Blue Shield of Mississippi. Good morning. Welcome in. This is 105.9 The Zone ESPN. We are the Out of Bounds Show. I'm your host, Bo Bounds. And, uh, well, some of us watched NFL exhibition football last night. I mean, is there anything better than watching uh, Kyle Trask play QB? I don't think so. Or Joe Buck and Troy Aikman uh, interview the Washington Commanders uh, new owner. Wh- whichever way you want to go. But i tell you where we're going to go. Uh, Peter Overzet, FantasyLife.com, joins us on the Farm Bureau Insurance guest line. Uh, he's a fantasy football insider and I think a Miami Dolphins fan. Peter, good morning. How are you? I'm doing good, guys. Yeah, my buddy Patrick Laird used to be on the Dolphins. He's now on the Bucks, though, so I've shifted my, my allegiances over to the Tampa Bay Bucks. Okay, so you went from from Miami to Tampa Bay. That didn't take much. Well, no, it's about when your buddy plays in the NFL, that's that's the team you root for. So, you know, he might be buried on the running back depth chart, but uh, my loyalty is, is far stronger than fantasy relevance. <laughs> are you from South Florida? Where are you from? No. No, I'm from Denver originally. I grew up a Broncos fan, but then fantasy football kind of ruined traditional fandom for me. So I don't feel anything when the Broncos do good anymore, which is a good thing because they don't do good anymore. Yeah, but Sean Payton, what do you think? Are we are we looking at a bounce? You know, Sean was unbelievable at New Orleans. Obviously, that's the team in this market. We're two and a half hours away from uh, NOLA. You think Sean has a uh, – Sean and the Broncos have a bounce back here? I, I do think he's legitimately worth at least a couple of wins, not to mention an entire culture shift in there. And I think after what happened last year with Nathaniel Hackett and Russell Wilson, it was about as close to rock bottom as you can get as far as you know, high-profile acquisitions. Everyone thought Russ was going to turn Denver around. And I think it really proved how important coaching is in this league now, and we saw it to an extent with Brian Dable in New York last year. I mean, that wasn't a good roster, and he turned them into a legit playoff threat down the stretch, and I think Sean Payton clearly can do the same thing, and, you know, the way I'm approaching my fantasy draft is a bounce back for the the, the Broncos this year. So, yeah, I think Sean Payton is, is, is going to turn things around. Okay. Now, where do you live now? I'm outside in New England here, just a little bit outside of Boston. Ah, you're in Patriot land okay that's that's right yeah not too far from foxborough so i get to deal with all the uh, patriots homers on a regular basis yeah i don't i don't know if they ever bounce back you know i mean belichick bottled it he's the best ever you got to tip the cap but but i just don't see what they're doing as a as another path with with the loaded afc peter and i mean mac jones is a nice player and then Bill's kind of gone crazy pills on what he's done with this staff. I mean, do you see a path of this, of New England coming back to some kind of big time power again? I, I mean, I feel like they need a full on reboot. You know, Bill Belichick does maybe have a couple years of elite coaching left. Yeah, maybe, but you're not going to get it done with a quarterback like Mac Jones. And then the other thing that you see where what is the recipe for a team to succeed without, you know, a top 10, top 15 quarterback, you know, something like we've seen from the Niners. It's to surround that mediocre quarterback with just incredible loaded talent. And the Patriots have done the opposite. I think you could argue they have the worst wide receiver room, even tight end room collectively in the entire league. So if you don't have a quarterback who can elevate talent, you have a coach at the twilight of his career, you finally bring in an offensive coordinator, I just don't see anything in this stew that indicates it's going to lead to success. 
How many is it too all right, we're visiting with Peter Overs at fantasylife.com. He joins us on the out of bounds show. How early is too early to do your fantasy draft? Because Jason did one uh, a week and a half ago, my producer who booked you. And I told him that it was a massive, massive party foul and that what few dude qualities he had should be revoked. How do you see that as doing a fantasy football draft a week and a half ago? Well, if you think that was crazy, then you probably will have your mind blown that I started doing drafts the second the Super Bowl ended. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I do a bunch of, of best ball drafts, and the reason you can get away with that is because you don't have to manage the lineups. You're able to do a ton of lineups, uh, and I play over on Underdog Fantasy. But there's pros and cons to drafting early and late, right? The cons are obviously a guy tears his ACL, and you just drafted a guy who's not playing for the year. So, yes, <laughs> that's certainly in play. The pros, though are we see guys rocketing up draft boards. And if you're on top of your stuff and you're following the news, you can get ahead of these movements before your league mates do. If you draft, you know, the Wednesday before the season starts, everyone's going to know James Cook is the starting running back on the Bills by now, and he's going to be going in the fifth round. But if you're drafting right now, you might be able to sneak him in in the ninth round because no one is paying as close as attention as you are. Okay. What, what uh, by the way, Peter's got a fantastic podcast, LOLs. Uh, with Brian Hooper, and uh, somebody just asked if y'all if y'all are drinking most of the time when you're doing that podcast, Peter. <laughs> uh, no, uh, that show is at one thirty Eastern on Thursday afternoons. Uh, I have a family, I have a house, I have responsibilities. I am not drinking at one thirty on a Thursday afternoon, but I am glad I can clear that up. Now, Peter, we are big proponents of day drinking on the Out of Bounds show. You know, I, I I actually enjoy day drinking more than night drinking now too as I Me get too. older. Uh, but it's it's weekend day drinking. I, I can't you know be uh, you gotcha. know, getting faded in the afternoon and then having to put my daughter down for sleep. That doesn't seem like a good recipe. No, you're right. You're right. I'm an empty nester, so it, it's a different chapter, <laughs> different different verse, my man. 